Hey everybody, Coach John Daly here back again on a very sunny Saturday afternoon, March 24th, 2018 with the incredible sidekick. I am his Robin. He is my Batman. This is Dr. Jeff Lip in the house with us today. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing fantastic. I think you got it the other way around. You are Batman and I am Robin, my friend. <laughs> what? A, just a great team. That's, that's my point. Just a great team. I love it. That's a really good point. Fantastic morning so far. Got up, got my hair cut. We met for breakfast. And we're here in our makeshift studios at the library. Had to boot somebody out of the room here, but that's okay. Looking forward to this today. What big plans you got going on today here, buddy? Just doing this podcast with you. After this, I have another podcast for my particular show. So, yeah, just a lot of podcasting today. Fantastic. I love that. we got to be doing more of this. All right. So, hey, part two of uh, Lessons from Jim Rohn. I want to include Jeff in on this. And these come from uh, a video that I showed my leadership kids the other day. And I was just showing Jeff, you know, the three or four pages of notes I got from it. And again, I need this stuff more than my students do. I really do. And I love the fact that, you know, I've seen this before, heard it before. But every time I hear it, there's new things coming at me. There's new thoughts, new ideas, new inspirations. Because I'm in a different place than I was before the last time that I heard this, even a number of times. So I'm wondering, Jeff, is that the same for you when you read a book a second time or watch a movie or listen to a podcast or watch a video? Are you finding new things too? Absolutely, 100%, my friend. Being in the current moment is so powerful for me. So in the particular time that I'm going through, whatever particular journey that I'm experiencing at that moment, I like the messages to hit me in that moment and to put me in direct reflection of what I'm going through in Mm. that moment. Mm. So I've heard a lesson a hundred times. We even talked about it this morning at breakfast, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that message is so powerful because I'm constantly still doing that every single day. I was sharing with you how new two days at my new job are the same ever mm. and how things are in the summer go to like kind of pan out to new experiences, new things. Once again, try to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So that message is clearly relevant in my current moment. So you can't change the past. I said that about a billion times now doing this podcast with you, and that's exactly true. So whatever message I'm trying to hear, I'm trying to absorb that and put that in my current context of right now. So when you watch a video five years ago, you're a completely different person five years after. So hearing that same message or hearing that same video or listening to that same video is relevant to your current moment right now. That's fantastic. And I never, I've heard that message before mm-hmm. about living in the current moment, but it never hit me close to my heart as it has since you've been focusing on that in your life and sharing it with me and others too. And I'm really zeroed in on that. And it's just so powerful. So powerful. Had a great conversation with um, my haircut today. Uh, Antonella, big shout out. Don't even know if she listens to this, but she's been cutting my hair for, you know, 25 years, I think. Um, And we were talking about her kids, um, 17, 13 and 11 or something like that. And she said, she's in no rush to, watch them grow up or force them to grow up and that she's letting some things, you know, happen naturally. And I told her, I said, you know what? That is fantastic. You're focusing on the moment. They're going to, the time's going to go by fast anyways. Why help it? Why help it by not focusing in on things and not being in the moment with your kids? I think that was just a powerful statement from her. Exceptional statement. And the fact that she's trying to be patient with life, letting all the events come to her. And then, Letting their children grow and experience up the ups and downs of childhood in general. 
That's important. That's what you really need to do. I think something you and I talked about at breakfast, one of the most difficult things for parents to see their children go through is some emotional pain Mm -hmm. or pain in general. So what they want to do is they want to shield themselves and their children from all the pain. So they try to take care of it and eliminate all the pain for them. Well, you're not teaching your son or daughter adversity or how to handle adversity when it encounters their life. So by letting them try to encounter the moment, you sitting back, being patient, and letting life kind of happen, you're letting them grow. You're letting yourself grow as a parent. So that's exceptional what she's doing. And she probably doesn't even realize the extent of what she's doing. She's just like, you know, I'm going to try to live my life. And that's just powerful. You know, it just doesn't matter what type of profession you are working in. It matters what kind of life perspective you have. Mm. And that fits right in with your message, uh, you know, about careers. I mean, whatever career you have. Absolutely. Wherever your life is at. Have that be a piece of it, you know, still live your life, let things happen, you know, take control when you got to take control, but be in that moment. It's just so powerful. It's extremely powerful. And that's something that I preach a lot in my particular podcast on my blog page, because I might need to learn, and it's the same experience two or three different times before I actually get it in my mind (laughs) to sink. This is how I should be able to do it. You know, so I take every single moment. In the context of being in the current moment, is being a very powerful lesson for me to keep growing as a professional and personally in my life. Yes, sir. Lessons repeated until lessons learned. Yes. That has been one of the things that's been hitting me over the head for my whole life. All right. Hey, so part two here of Jim Rohn's little discussion. Um, So this is where I kind of left off in my notes where I'll pick up here. He talked about each person's income is determined primarily by your philosophy and not the economy. So this per, the personal philosophy he talks about us having, right, as a guidance system, right? Decisions, choices, changes of mind, ideas that come to us, it's a guidance system for our life, right? That determines where we're going, what we're doing with our life, not so much the economy. What are your thoughts about that, my friend? That is dead on. And what is interesting is, once again, being the current moment, I heard a podcast yesterday um, that Sam Crowley did with Les Brown. It was amazing. Have you ever heard that podcast? I have, yes. I'm going to listen to it again, too. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was kind of different, though, because I've been listening to Sam podcast for over the last two years, and to hear a different theme music kind of really threw me off, you know? Yeah. His Saturday theme music. Yeah. It was completely different. But in that message that Les was sharing, I could not stop writing into my phone. It was amazing. And the second you quoted Jim Brown, I'm sorry, not Jim Brown, but uh, Jim Rome, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That was what Les was quoting. And what Les does, he's a professional speaker that talks about how you could increase your ability, increase your net worth by basically sharing the passion of your story. Mm. And what he said is that impact drives income. Mm. So impact drives income. It's not the economy there again, but it's impact driving income. So let me give you an example. Les's story is powerful. But he didn't use his story on Sam's show. He actually used Sam's story to derive impact. And what he says is that people come to you because of your story and the passion that you have associated with that story. When you can elicit that particular emotion and have people walk with you through your journey of going through that emotional experience, you are connecting with them at a much deeper level. Thus, the reason why... He's such a powerful speaker in general. And Sam has adopted that same philosophy. See, we can get motivation anywhere, John. Mm -hmm. Anywhere. We can Google or YouTube any type of motivational video, right? But what did did you and I do? We went to Sam's conference. 
We heard Sam speak. It was his story and the way he delivered the story. It was his passion associated with the story. It was his genuineness about the story. And Les's story was amazing too. The fact is, no matter what you're going through, your story is derived and people will follow you predicated on how passionate you are about that story Mm -hmm. and what type of emotion you elicit. So people come to you for your passionate story. And that, no doubt, will drive income. See, the fact is I can do anything on YouTube. I can literally go and Google how to, for example, build a house, which someone actually has. The fact is I go to people because I want to hear their personal story behind it. It's I'm coming to you for your story and your passion and your knowledge. But I can look up anything. But I come to you for that relationship piece. That is outstanding. And when you said uh, I can go you know, do a video building a house, I, saw, I thought of Chris Mazzola. That is something Chris Mazzola could do in a heartbeat, I think. Absolutely. Don't you agree? Man, that is awesome. Yeah, the personal philosophy, um, it's very authentic. And if, if, we take, if we take the time and have the guts and the, and the courage to share it with people, whether you're looking to make more money or not, you're making great connections with people. You're increasing um, you know, true relationships. Uh, and from those, new doors open. The possibilities keep growing career-wise, relationship-wise, you know, everything in life. And that's what we've talked about enough, too. Life is all about relationships. 110%. I mean, my podcast is all predicated on one of those as being one of the four pillars on my podcast. Life is truly all about relationships. And one of the questions I consistently ask all my podcast listeners and guests that I invite on my show is it's not necessarily what you know, but it's who you know. So what's a key relationship in your life personally and professionally that has helped you, got you on your path that you are right now? That's huge. And I feel that people that can understand that the value of every relationship that they encounter, they're just going to grow tenfold in their whole self personally because of the fact that people help other people all the time. And so what are you learning from that thing? You know, one of the things I always ask a lot of people, you know, is this person coming in your life, though, are they a blessing or are they a lesson? You know, and you're always learning for something for somebody, but many times you want these relationships to be blessings. Man, that is powerful. That is right on, and it leads right in my next point here, because Jim went on to tell you uh, about pers- our personal philosophy, our guidance system, right? It helps us to see and avoid dangers, you know, those things that we want to minimize, but it also helps us to see opportunities and those that we want to maximize. And he calls that, you know, kind of the game of life, you know, the people that we see, the things that we do. You know, minimize dangers, getting stronger, getting better. Uh, and it's also one of those things about learning more from personal experiences. Negative experiences can teach us, okay, just like you talked about. Obviously, positive ones. This is something I bring up all the time to our basketball team. Granted, we always want to win. You know, we finished 19-4 and this year. Great year. Still came up a little short in regionals. But I always harp on my team that we learn a heck of a lot more through adversity and when we don't win, right, through negatives than we do when everything's going great, right? And I think that's also in life. Although, hey, this morning especially, great morning, sunshine, met Jeff for breakfast, haircut looks good. We left breakfast, came up to make a left-hand turn, traffic was clear on both sides, great song came on the radio. I was just like fired up. I, I you know, it was just a great morning to the point of, I wish this could be like this all the time, but it's not, Right. But good things happen, bad things happen. I just love the learning on both sides. You too, I bet. Absolutely, 100%. And the first thing that I thought of when you share that particular quote 
or that life lesson that you've been learning in that in that video is the fact that when I met with my pastor for some spiritual healing uh, about a month or two ago, and I blogged this on my particular day, he shared with me this analogy of a train. And in that particular train, there were three parts to this train. Now, the first part, no matter what it is, it's like, you know, the engine where everything is, right? So in that particular part of the train is fact. No matter what it is, fact has to drive you in the direction. So every single thing that you have in your life, no matter what happens, if it's factual, it's factual. You can't debate it. Then the other parts of the train are feelings and faith. And what he was sharing with me, which was very powerful, was like your feelings and your faith are very important to who you are personally. But you can't deny fact. Fact is important. So when you are making decisions in life about relationships, about life decisions in general, do not dis, dis, um, discredit fact, basically. Fact is what should be driving your train. So before you have your feelings and before you have faith involved with that type of decision... What facts are you seeing? So for me, when I make and I hear quotes like that, I think about what factual things do I have in front of me to make my decision? And I can't debate that because they're fact. So it's very interesting because sometimes I feel that a lot of people predicated on the situation that's happening in life, they derive some of their decisions on feeling or they derive some of their decisions on faith, which are very good things to derive it on. But you must analyze fact before you make any type of decision. Man, that is powerful. I just, I'm taking notes on top of my notes here, you guys. You can see <laughs> my notebook's filling up even more. Man, that is awesome. I love that analogy too. It's very, I can picture it. You know, I can picture uh, what you're talking about there. All right, look at this one here. Another quote from Jim Rohn, and this is this is powerful. He mentions, "If you will change, everything will change." And Earl Shelf is one of his mentors that got him going in life, really changed his life as I've had, you know, Dr. Wells Cook, my parents, Jeff, other people that have really changed my life. Earl Shelf was one that changed Jim Rohn's life. And if you look at the history of Jim Rohn, you guys, millions of people are affected by what he's done. And I think that's just a powerful, that, that statement, if you will change, everything will change. I see you you're shaking your head up and down and all around. You love it's that. It's funny how one video that you watched kind of correlates to everything that I heard this week and mm. everything that I blogged this week at shopflip.com. The fact of the matter is all meaningful change starts within you. Mm -hmm. I actually heard this on John O'Leary's podcast when he interviewed some guy named Todd Davis. And Todd mm. Davis is all about relationships and how to improve your relationships. In general, what Todd said again was that all meaningful change starts within you. So you need to want to change in order for change to happen. The problem is, especially with relationships, is when one person wants one thing and another person wants another thing. And that person is trying to convince that other person, hey, you should change. But really when that other person doesn't want to change, there's a disalignment and that's where things start getting more difficult. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been experiencing that a lot in my personal life is that I want one thing and then some other people may want other things. The fact is, it doesn't matter what that other person wants. You can't change that other person. It's a full-time job trying to change myself, John. It really is, my friend. Is it messy for you, too, as oh it is for goodness. me? Oh, my goodness. Every single day, I try to improve on myself physically, mentally, and spiritually. It's a full-time job. And I say to myself, I'm like, this is my full-time job. I do not want to take on another full-time job. So I don't want to try to change this person. I need to remind myself of that. And I can't let my emotional peace 
affect how I feel about that particular person mm. just because they don't want to change. That's who they are. And the fact is, once again, hearing that message from Todd Davis, all meaningful change starts within you. Mm. So I've been reminding myself that every single morning this week. If I want to change, it's got to start within me, and I'm going to try to make change predicated on what facts that I see in the situation, and it will help me derive what I need to do next. Mm. Powerful stuff, man. God, more notes here. Holy cow. <laughs> All right, next point. Um, Jim also went on to talk about you know keeping a journal, don't trust your memory, write things down, which I definitely need to do. But these three points there, he talks about learning from what we see. Because success leaves clues, right? What we hear, we need to be a selective listener, right? We're not listening to everything. There's a lot of chatter out there, a lot of negative that we don't want to take in. We don't want to have that affect us. And he talks about third, read all the good books. Read all the books you need to read. It doesn't mean to read every book out there. But again, Jeff just mentioned about working on myself. For me, that's a full-time job. I need to read all the good books out there that I need for me. What are your thoughts about those three? What you see, because success leaves clues. What you hear, being a selective listener, and reading all the good books, good blogs, you know, podcasts. I think that fits into a lot of things there in that last one. It's powerful. Um, one of the things that I thought of directly when you said that was when I was going through my particular crises in my life, I try to gravitate myself towards books that will help me in that particular moment. So, for example, when I was going through my relationship issues with uh, Sarah, one of the things that I did was I picked up every single book about marriage, every single book about relationships, mm -hmm. and I try to learn from that. When I've been going through my season of loneliness, I went and I go purchase a book about loneliness and how to conquer loneliness. When I'm wanting to know about, about podcasting, what am I doing? I'm looking at content that's derived from Sam Crowley. I'm looking at content that's derived from anyone that's been in this particular field or this world in a little bit. So what I constantly do is in the moment that you're going through whatever you're going through, whatever existential thing or crisis that you might be experiencing, I try to put myself there and I try to educate myself on whatever is available for me to grow from that and to learn from that. Um, but that takes time. That takes work. So I have to make the choice to consciously do that in order to be Growing in the direction that I want to grow. That is just huge. the next note I had underneath those three points. When you read, you sort through, you gather that info that what you need to use in your life. That was the next thing I had written there. And you're right, you're sorting through. There were there was things that you were going through. You you sought out the information in those subject areas, right? Instead of just you know playing the victim, blaming everybody, and not looking for help. And I think I brought this up in one of our earlier podcasts on how. You being a counselor, how much that helped you in seeking to find help? Absolutely. You have to be willing to share and open up. So the sitting in the counseling position that I am a counselor, when I meet with my clients, I feel that clients get the most from the counseling session if they're willing to share everything about what's going on. Mm. But it's my responsibility to help that create that environment so they're freely open to share that type of um, experience. So the fact is, is that how am I helping them create such a safe environment so they can share everything they want to share? It's the most powerful thing. My dad used to say this all the time. When I went to the doctors, he would say, when I went to a medical doctor, 
a doctor's not going to tell you everything wrong unless you share with them everything that's going wrong. You know, they're not going to understand, hey, listen, this is what's going on with me. They're not going to know you because the only person that knows you the best is yourself. So the more you share with them, the more they're able to diagnose specifically what is happening in their life. So this is a powerful thing that I've learned is that the more I'm willing to share and the more my clients are willing to share with me, the more open and the more they're benefiting from this type of conversation that we're having. So this is why I consistently share everything that I go through because I feel that if I put it out there in the world, it's going to come back to me in the same reciprocal manner. And it really has. Mm, powerful stuff. I love that. Realizing it, it's not just you. I mean, you, you're the one going through the problems that you went through and, and things you had to get better at. But you also are smart enough to realize this isn't just about you because you're helping so many people with what you're going through that you know can help them. I love that, man. It's 100% accurate. Big stuff. A couple more points here because I'm going through my notes. And we could talk all day about this, so it's probably going to have to be another session with the two of us or uh, my next podcast uh, on my own here. But uh, Jim Rohn also talked about our attitude, okay? And he says, um, getting the information when we are young, okay? Don't be lazy in learning, okay? Don't be lazy in learning. And I look back and it's like, you know, doggone it. I know I didn't do my best uh, in school, you know? 3.0 average, you know, 2.8, 3.2, somewhere in there in high school. But I just remember looking back, plenty of assignments, plenty of, of things, of projects I was working on and presentation. I knew I wasn't giving my best at certain times. And it, it bugged me for a moment, but I was more along the lines of, hey, just get, get it done because I have something else I want to go do. I wasn't that focused and dedicated. And the old adage, again, the lessons repeated until lessons learned. The, the part about um, regrets regrets weighing tons, discipline weighs ounces. If I had the discipline just at that moment to do what I was supposed to do, I would have less regrets now, right? And it's one of those things, don't be lazy in learning. And I guess I'm finally not, not that I'm 100% perfect, but I, I am putting in more work and more effort and more energy and more focus that I could have done, should have done when I was younger. But you know what? It is what it is. I've gotten to where I am today based upon that. It's not all bad, Right. But don't be lazy in learning. Get the information while you're young. How true is that when we're when you and I both our careers are focusing on on young adults, right? Young people. It's extremely true in the fact that effort is controllable. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's the one thing I tell my students. So when I counseling students in general and they want the best advice from me in regards to how they could be academically successful, I go, it's great. It's effort. You control that grit or you control that effort that you want to put in to yourself. When I lectured to the incoming freshman class over at Lakeshore this year, not lectured, but basically gave my presentation as part of it, and when they for their online or I'm sorry, for that new orient student orientation, what I shared with them was that if you live in a house, the most important part of a foundation of a house is the bottom part, and then you build from that foundation. What you control in your education is your effort. I don't care who you are. You can control how much you want to learn. So if you're willing to put forth the effort, we're going to give you everything that you want. But you have to put forth that effort. You have to show good faith to try to do that. That is your foundation to that house, is your effort, your grit. The fact is, is if you don't have that, you're not going to build a solid foundation or a solid house. You're just not. So what I share with that, and I saw a lot of people shaking their heads, kind of like what you're doing right now. And I see it now when I deal with 
upperclassmen at Lakeshore or even at the school that I'm at right now, it's effort again. So what happens right now? We're in April. No, no, we're going to be in April very soon. But April, after spring break, the number one you see, the number one thing you'll see is senioritis hit everybody. And senioritis hits typically earlier than later, right? For some seniors. The fact is you control that. You can control that. You can't be thinking about what's going to be tomorrow when you need to deal with the current situation right now. So put the effort in right now in the current moment. It is powerful when you do that. And you remember, it's all about being in the current moment. It's all about how much grit and effort I want to put in. Everything else that you're blessed with in your life, your intelligence, your personality, all these talents that you have, they're given to you. They're they're higher power gifts that are given to you in general. The fact is, you could control how much effort and grit you want to put into that situation. Right on target. And I love, we don't, you don't have to be in school, you guys. Right? You still don't have to be in school. You can be any age for this stuff to take in right into your heart and start applying it, which, um, like I said, thanks to watching the stuff and listening to Jeff, there's things I know i got to be reminded about. All right, last point here. Um, Jim Rohn went on to say about... Um, you know, we are affected, obviously, how we feel, right? How we feel about our past. And he mentions about not living in the past. Don't carry it as a burden, right? Living in the moment, of course, we've talked about that. But how you see your future, as far as learning to set goals, where you're going, you know, you start to think about it. You start, you know, applying some choices and decisions for the future, right? Start doing that today. This point is huge. And I've said this before. I'll keep saying it again. Your best mentor is your past. Like my best mentor is my past because I am the only one in this whole world that's gone through it. It's the same for Jeff. It's the same for others. There's been other people, a part of my past, right? Parents, family, friends, old girlfriends, teachers, right? Everybody. But still for me, I'm the only one that's been with myself all these moments. And the failures and the, and the challenges and difficulties I've had, I cannot not only live in the past, and I cannot carry those as burdens. And I have for probably a good good many years, right? So I love the fact of our our best mentor is our past to keep learning because it keeps growing. That mentor is always going to be there, right? He's not going anywhere. Absolutely. That mentor is always, and they're growing because your past keeps growing. Like I've told my students, I got a lot more yesterdays than I do tomorrow's probably. Uh, they have it the other way around. My mentor is probably a, the biggest factor in my life of my past, what are your thoughts about that? I think it's powerful. I think it's profound. So I'm going to go back to Les Brown's podcast with Sam Crowley. What Les said was his biggest blessing mm. was the fact that he got fired as a disc jockey. What he said was he wasn't going to leave that job. John, he was sitting in the DJ booth, and they had to call Atlanta Security to drag him out of that particular position. And what he said was, I am blessed because of that situation that took place. I wouldn't have done all this motivational speaking. I would not be on this podcast with you, Sam. I would not be the person that I am today without that. I wouldn't have grossed over $60 million in my net worth. And this is probably about eight years ago he did this podcast with Sam. His net worth has probably doubled that or if not tripled that by now. And he, the final thing that he says is, I would not have reached a billion people with my message if I was never fired from that position. Mm. So it's hard to see the blessing that you have when you go through an existential crisis like that. 
but it really is a blessing because it's led you on the path that you are right now. I shared this with you on several podcasts before. I wouldn't be doing this with you if I didn't go through some of the personal experiences that I had, some of the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations that I had to go through personally to get here. I wouldn't be this type of motivator within myself to see how good life can be if I didn't go through those trials and tribulations. What I do struggle with is, and I I have a lot of people that do struggle with this, is in general that setting those goals for you. You got to attain those goals. You got to have goals. So one of the personal goals of me within the next five years is to get married again, to find her. Now, if that doesn't take place, that's life. That's fine. But the fact is I need to work towards that. I need to put effort into that. I can't just say I'm not going to do anything about that and let that come out of just fruition. It doesn't. It's not going to take place like that. I have to consistently keep working towards that. And I am. I'm constantly making myself better so that I am ready for that next person to step into my life. That is something that I'm striving to do. But you got to have goals. If you don't have goals, where are you going? If you don't have goals, you're going to lead someone else's goals, right? You're going to work for the man, per se, right? Mm-hmm. And you and I talked about this all the time. I don't want to work for the man anymore. <laughs> I don't. I want to be free. I want to do what I want to do to grow. But I need to have goals. I need to reach those goals. And it takes a step every single day to try to work towards those goals. Powerful because your past is connected to those goals. Correct. Right. If you're, hanging, if you're hanging around your past all the time, woe is me, and you're not growing, right? I'm comfortable. I'm staying in my comfort zone. We talked about that this morning too. Those things aren't going to. There's nothing going to happen. You know, the old adage of the lazy river at Kalahari or Great Wolf Lodge, right? You just sit in that boat, that little raft. You'll go around. Life will happen to you, but you're going to go into the waterfall. You're going to that little toilet bowl thingy. Life will dictate to you what what's going on and then I don't think anybody wants that but so many people unfortunately kind of find their way into that don't they you can't change your past so you can't repeat that past now if you want to live your current moment and the decisions that you made in the past what are you learning Mm. I mean you have to live in the current moment and you have to grow from your past Mm. so I don't try to stay there I don't want the lazy river to take me but the fact is that I need to constantly make change take place in my life to keep working towards who I want to become. And that's, once again, a husband, a father one day to somebody. And so personally, that's just my goals in life, personally. So, I mean, if I had to ask you, what, what are your personal goals in life? Uh, keep coaching, looking to end um, not so much my teaching career, but to expand it. Like I'm, I'm excited. This, Sam just said this the other day. I'm excited where I'm going. Rather than, ah, things about my job are starting to tick me off. I am looking forward to, you know, the next five years and beyond, obviously, with my wife, uh, you know, her growing, her going after some of her goals, things changing for her, um, being a part of, you know, my kids' lives, being a part of your life. There's just so many doors that are opening because of people that um, I'm excited to walk through these doors because I know I'm growing. I know I'm getting better because of this. So the excitement is my goal as far as to keep this going and not get my own way. Uh, there's some things I shared with Jeff this morning at breakfast that I'm finally doing. You know, I'm finally getting up and standing up and doing some stuff. And he's just shaking his head, smiling, goes, you know, I'm so proud of you. But at the same time, eh, it's about time, you know, And because I'd say the same dang thing. And uh, it's just exciting to, to hang out with some great people and uh, very excited for, for what's coming up in the future. So, you know, what I took away from what you just said, you say you, you started out professionally. And then you said, I want to see my wife grow. So what I'm hearing you say is that 
personally, in the next five years, you want to keep being a better husband. Mm. And that, a better partner, however Absolutely. you want to look at it. I think that's what that's a critical piece behind it because work is a part of life. I'm not saying that it's not. But the relationships that you have in your personal life derive how you act at work mm. on a daily basis. So for you to set out that personal goal of I want to be a better husband, better listener, better communicator, whatever that case may be, that's the powerful piece that I want people to tap into more than anything when we do these particular podcasts because that's the piece that they can control, right? Mm. That's the piece that, you know what, if I want to try to be a better listener, if I want to try to reach out to my spouse or my partner, I'm going to try to make effort into doing that. Mm. So that's a personal goal that I think is very powerful because sometimes I feel that if you don't have a personal goal for yourself, where are you going? Mm-hmm. You're going to let life take you? That's fine. But you got to have some goals. I mean, it's tough enough to try to help everybody on a daily basis like you and I do at our jobs. But if you're not helping yourself, how much are help are you going to help other people? Mm. You can't. Oh, man. Hope you guys are hitting the uh, rewind button a little bit and going back over some of the stuff that Jeff is laying down here. This is great stuff. Yeah, you know, we tell our basketball players all the time. You can only you can control your effort and your attitude, you know. And it's not just in sport; that is needed in life too. And I, I need to be reminded of that because sometimes I don't, you know, control it or I give up control sometimes. And it's like, wait a minute, I can still do that, man. This is awesome. This is fantastic, man. I'm just so stinking fired up. It's uh, sunshine coming in here. It is warming up out there. I think a little bit. It's good to see. But uh, hey, we're gonna end this here. Some great points uh, to ponder. Hopefully, listen to again and again. Again, find me over on Facebook at Coach to Expect Success and on Twitter at Coach to Success. And definitely get more on Instagram, Coach John Daly. I'm going to, you know what, like, I'm struggling. I am struggling with this. I need another social media platform. Like I need, you know, less money in my wallet or another hole in my head. I just, sometimes I, I get too caught up on spending too much time on, on social media. And so I am troubled with the fact of trying to get on something else. But you know what? To hear your stories of who you're connecting with and, and the doors that are opening from it. And I know you're not on there 24-7. You, it's just another little niche of things to do, a few minutes here and there. That's what I'm doing. So today, I'm going to be posting some stuff about Jeff and I being here together on Instagram. And uh, Jeff, any final thoughts? Because I know you, you're doing a little bit more on that and you're making some great contacts with people, aren't you? Absolutely. The... The funny part that you bring up about that is the fact that each social media platform has a different generation that's kind of associated with mm-hmm. it. And what's interesting about Instagram or anything is when you use certain hashtags, kind of like Twitter, people find that. And I've connected with so many people via Instagram because of these various hashtags that these are connections that I feel like are going to benefit me in the future. And so I feel that I, I totally understand what you're saying is like, I don't want to add another platform. I'll be honest with you. I didn't want to add another platform. I don't want to check another box off. But when I started doing all this, all of a sudden now I have a LinkedIn account that I've not checked for years that I had to add to this now. Because when I talk about careers, people are looking for me on LinkedIn now. Mm-hmm. So all these platforms have different generations, have different type of agendas in regards to how I'll help you benefit as a person and connect with different people. And that's what you and I are all about is connecting with different people. But if I'm going to put a final plug in, go ahead and check me over at JeffLip.com. Check out my blog. Check out the podcast at Dr. Lip Podcast. I enjoyed doing this with you. I told you from the get-go that the Dr. Lip Podcast now has been in existence for about 50 days now. And the amount of content and the feedback that I've been getting, it's 
outstanding to say the least. I mean, people letting me know that my message is important is powerful for me to keep going. But I'll never forget where I came from. And that is starting this stuff out with you. The the importance of this is valuable. It's the fact that I need to keep myself in check in the regards to, hey, listen, this is where I came from. This is my, this is who I am because of John giving me that platform before. That's the reason why I feel it's valuable that we continue to share this message, but keep growing from one another. Powerful stuff, man. You just bring up so many great points. All right, buddy. Hey, it's a great day today. We're looking forward to getting some more work done here. Hey, wherever you're at today, make sure you're trying to chase after something that's going to make your life better. You know, relationships should be hopefully a part of that, but keep investing in yourself. Remember, you are the best investment that you can ever do uh, with your money, time, emotion, energy, thoughts, and uh, keep finding those puzzle pieces to fit into your success puzzle piece, whatever that is, man. That's something you got to keep looking at doing, okay? Hey, hopefully you're having a great day. Make it great. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, looking at some things. All you guys in different countries, I'm just amazed that you're listening to my message. A big shout out to you over there. Hope things are going well for you too. Chime in, connect with me. I'd, I'd love to hear your story and um, you know, even get you on the podcast someday. It'd be one of those great things to just reach more people, okay? Take care of yourself, guys. We'll talk again soon. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,